0: ABC Listen podcasts, radio, news, music,
1: and more. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less bark. A little less bite, a little
0: more bark. And of course, the sounds of the King there—the iconic voice of Elvis Presley—has entertained generations of rock and roll lovers. And his story, well, it's been depicted in recent years through a variety of films. But a stage production of Elvis's life is making waves in Melbourne and is now headed for Sydney, before embarking on the rest of its national tour. So, what does it take to become the king? Rob Mallett has been doing just that in Elvis: A Musical Revolution, and he joins me now. Rob, good morning. Good morning, Sally. You sounded out more than seven hundred applicants to win this role of Elvis. What made you so attracted to playing this part?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's always a competitive game uh, in this performing arts industry. Um, uh, what made me attracted to this part? I mean, you know, the chance to tell this story—it it comes around so rarely. Um, as you said, we've we've had a few films over the last um, you know decades, but. Uh, really, when was the last time we saw him live on stage outside of an RSL or a casino. Um, so, you know, he he, uh, he has an amazing story to tell as an actor uh, and, and what an amazing songbook as a singer to sing.
0: What are some of the things that you've done in terms of your voice and, and vocals and, and dance as well to really try and capture Elvis Presley?
1: Yeah, he's such a unique personality with these sort of uh, really unique isms about him. And and everyone has such a clear version of them in his head. You know, there is so much content out there of him, his movies and songs. So there was a lot of work to to kind of really capture that essence. Uh, I worked... uh, on my own initially, uh, yeah, when the auditions came around, uh, late nights, you know, with YouTube videos up, just repeating, recording myself, listening back, uh, really working out where the sound sits uh, in his mouth, um, and and depending on where in his life, of course, um, and uh, and then once I had the job, working with a dialect coach and and a you know choreographer and a singing teacher to to really help um, paint on his um, little isms onto me.
0: That's really interesting what you're saying about where his voice sits in his mouth because once you've got that, often that's a key, isn't it, to being able to really get onto that sound?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's sort of uh, something that, actors, you know, through a drama school will work on is, is where different accents will sit in, in a mouth and, and you know, as an Australian uh, and and someone from, you know, the country uh, who you have to acknowledge that you've got a fairly flat accent that sits in a certain area but, you know, particularly then when you start working on American accents, you know, they're, they're so much more muscular and uh, uh, even though, you know, Elvis himself was probably a bit lazy uh, from the country himself but has this kind of sort of sibilundess, sort of, you know, sort, sort of just, you find, he's like, he's got a little plum in his mouth. Uh, you know, these little tricks that um, help unlock, uh, yeah, a certain voice.
0: Which part of his narrative is most moving for you?
1: Um, I think the the human. One, the struggle, you know, of course, we're familiar with the the icon of Elvis and that's sort of what we set out to tell in this story is the, is the man behind the the myth, you know, this kind of figurehead that we know, this, you know, pop collar, big hair, Elvis version of, uh, the Vegas version of Elvis. So really the, the struggle that this kid, you know, at age 19 um, shot to astronomical heights of fame uh, and, and had lots of people relying on him to succeed for, for years and years. Um, the struggle he then had with the Colonel um, to, you know, keep keeping him in these Hollywood films far beyond where I think Elvis uh, wanted to um, and, and then struggling with staying relevant in the sound. And, and, you know, as the title of our show suggests, Elvis, a Musical Revolution, uh, it's all about how he, his music changed the world um, and how he then reinvented himself through this 68 special.
0: It's almost counterintuitive as well with this level of fame. I mean, you were talking about some of the difficulties of Elvis's career, but in some ways um, almost the good times can often be the most difficult. Dealing with that success and that adoration and that forced seclusion from everyday life, it, it must be fascinating to try and get your head around what that must be like.
1: Yeah, absolutely I mean it's lonely at the top right or, or so I'm told <laughs> um, and so yes I, I mean that that would have been an isolating lifestyle uh, himself to to have that level of fame um, yeah and and just the um uh, the, the creative pressures on him as well to to um, to maintain that success um, it would have also been pretty overbearing on him
0: there's so many tracks in this show and so many tracks <laughs> so many in Elvis's <laughs> career. I have to ask the impossible question. What, what are your favourites to perform?
1: Oh, you've you've nailed it. It is impossible. Uh, what are my favourites to perform? I mean, there's, there are lots for different reasons. Um, you know, I really like getting to the point in the show where we hit – that's all right mama is mm. the first sort of track that mm. that landed on the airwaves for him and um, we really sort of hear his sound for the first time um there's you know something really fun about the kind of hollywood medley that we have in the show um where we get viva las vegas and, and all these <laughs> outrageous numbers you know where he's dancing <laughs> with you know arab princesses who's played clearly not by an arab you know certainly <laughs> at that time or you know at bunch of dancing nuns, you know, um, but then also once you hit 68 Special and, we, and we've got, um, we start that off with trouble, you know, and you're looking down a barrel of, you know, this camera effectively and you've got this giant, uh, you know, 10 metre high Elvis illuminated sign behind you, like it's a, it's a pretty iconic moment that you're aware of.
0: Just finally, what's it like for you uh, physically, uh, the hip flexor muscles, and I guess being up on your toes quite a bit, dancing as well. What's that like eight times a week?
1: <laughs> it's exhausting. We had uh, a few weeks off while the show transferred from Melbourne to Sydney and, um, yes, yeah, still getting my fitness back. Um, but, you know, once once it's there, then, then it's um, – you yeah, know, it's a pleasure to do. And in some ways, just you've got to commit to the work and to make it easy uh, for you. You know, if you if you sit back on your heels, so to speak, it becomes a bit hard. But if you invest in the work and rely on the you know, the, the people around you and the, the work that we've been given, then it's a joy to do.
0: Well, Robbie, I'm I'm very uh, envious of that. I keep my physio in business just with regular daily life, let alone eight shows <laughs> a week. Great to have a chat with you
1: likewise.
0: Best wishes for the tour. That's Rob Mallett there. He's uh, playing the role of Elvis Presley in Elvis, A Musical Revolution. It's playing a strictly limited return season at Sydney's State Theatre with a national tour following in Adelaide, Perth and the Gold Coast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.